This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, my talkers, we made it to Friday, which is just a great feeling, is it not? We have Lori in studio along with our best friend of the show. Brittany, bitch. <laughs> The BFF of the show, I'll take it. Oh, I love it. Big Thank you. I thought so too, Lori. You got a big promotion. Hey, we do. Um, as Grant said in the top of, we do have our last pair of tickets for filling the lyric. Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks are going to be appearing together November tenth at US Bank Stadium. Tickets went on sale this morning. Um, that's a huge place, so there's probably a lot of tickets. So mm-hmm. I think you have your choice for your budget but we are going to play we've got one more pair of free tickets and also if you would be the third caller right now 651-641-1071 grant is gonna give you hook you up with a pair of minnesota wild tickets for thursday january 26th versus the flyers love it so 651-641-1071 this third caller for the minnesota wild thank you Lori. um we are Going, we're we're devastated about Lisa Marie Presley, and and we're going to be talking more about her, but we're just not going to do it right now because we want to be able to have, you know, three at least three segments. There's so much to get to about her, but I I will say Julia called me yeah this morning. She was just she's like ah, of all the time for me to be gone because yeah. we kind of basically we have talked about Lisa Marie Presley has been a constant topic since we've been on the air in 2002. Yeah, she's you she know, was and, and always you know known from the time she was born. But from the moment was, she was born was a, a celebrity. In yeah, it. I, there was a, we were always you know talking about various things. But um, um, I said, well, I said to her, I said, go go back to your honeymoon and and don't we'll, we can talk about this yeah. when you get home. But um, one of the things that um, came out today, and we knew that this was coming. It's the Judy Bloom book, Are You There, God? Me, It's Me, Margaret. Mm-hmm. The movie, we, we've seen a, a trailer. Oh, that's so exciting. It's posted, and Rachel McAdams is the mom. How are you feeling about the trailer? I felt very good about the trailer. Um, I liked it. Uh, yeah, I really did feel good about the trailer. And um, Kathy Bates is the grandma, and it's going to be in theaters on April 28th. And Judy Bloom. She's still alive and well, and Jenna Bush Hager did um, like a roundtable discussion with her yesterday in New York, mm-hmm. and she was, I think, um, like Judy Bloom's Forever is being made into a series for Netflix, but she was the most reluctant to sell Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, because ever since that book came out in 1970. It's meant so much to so many girls. Yeah. You know, it's sixth grade. I remember that book vividly and um, I, I vividly, please, God, I prayed to God also for breasts. And um, 
And anyway, they showed the scene where they're going, we must, we must, we must increase our rust. <laughs> you know, doing that thing. But anyway, it looks really cute. But Judy Bloom told Jenna Bush Hager she didn't want to sell this because she didn't think that they could... Um, it could exceed what people's imagination. And then Freeman Craig, did you ever see that coming of age dramedy, The Edge of 17? Uh, yeah, I saw, yes, I think I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. And I, it was done well. He So he wrote her an, a letter mm-hmm. about what Margaret meant to him. And she changed her mind and okay, gave that's the film really rights. cool. Yeah, she just was really reluctant. And the book won lots of awards and stuff like that, but then people would get mad at it. But I was just like, oh, my God, Rachel McAdams is the mom. It looks very good. The little girl who plays Margaret, the 11-year-old Margaret, she's darling. Um, So take a look at that. If that book meant something to you. And it was everywhere. Everywhere. I think that... at some age, everybody I know, every Reddit, girl like was gifted grade. it. Yes, like yes. all of a sudden, you received it as a present. Like it's such a picture perfect, and it really and doesn't matter. It, it's like that age is that age. That age is that age. All you can think uh-huh. about is you're both scared, and you don't want to be the last person to get your period. Like, but you're scared of it. But you're like, why don't I have mine too? And it, like, I, I wasn't. I mean, yeah, I prayed for a period, but I knew I had to get boobs first. So I, I mean, I was praying to God for boobs. Yeah. Like Margaret, please, please, and you there's, know, there's that funny line in the trailer where her mom goes, "Are you? Do you think you need a bra at this point in time?" Yeah, and, like, and that was the oh, whole point of the group. And the, so and she, painful. And she, yeah. really, mom? Really? Yeah, I know. I distinctly remember <laughs> in fifth grade calling my mom. We lived off base in Japan. Calling my mom into the bathroom. And I stood with my arms like with the elbows your forward, skin together. Squeezing. I mean, literally, my back of me was larger than the front. Concave skinny, and I said, "Mom, I think I need one of those training bras." She goes, "What would you be training for?" Oh my god! But they had those little flatsy bras. Oh yeah. Like you don't need a bra. No. You know, and I was just like, "But I want a bra." And it was very much so back then. It was like you either need it or don't. Logical ask. Now it's like you can buy a girl if they want to wear like a little sports bra at any point. You know, for the accessory of it. But back then, it was like. What do you mean? You don't know. You don't. And they called them training bras. Those I know. Those little flatsy bras. How funny is Finally, that? Finally, I think in sixth grade, my mom just said, yes, you're old enough to wear a bra. Yeah, yeah, we'll let you. You don't need a bra, but I, I, mean, I, I, I was like, no, I need it for stuffing. My mom had no idea the lengths me and Loretta D'Ambrosia were going to. Ahead of your to time. create boobs. One time we went swimming at the base swimming pool with sponges in our bras. Did it work In out? In our bathing suit tops, we cut the corners. Yeah. We were ahead of a water bra, way ahead of our time. We dove in, we came up, and there were four sponges, and huh. then we quickly swam away. <laughs> they came right out of our... And you know, probably nobody's <laughs> even watching, but you're yeah. just like, oh, <gasps> mortified. I know. Oh. One time I did it with my mom's diaphragms, and I swear that's how they got pregnant <laughs> with my brother. <laughs> I didn't tell her until years later. I thought they were what they called falsies. Oh my God. I was snooping in my parents' drawer because <laughs> I we'd found Playboys that way and other things that we weren't mm. supposed to see. You are and so I not, came like, across a case naughty. Oh no! With these two sort of flesh-colored, rubber-looking things, and I said to my sister, "I said I think these are falsies. I think you fill them up with, you know, something, and they're falsies for." So we took them and we used them at the pool. 
They probably popped out and clogged the drain or something. Oh, I'm sure. Well, and then on top of that, like, I'm sure if you put them back, I'm sure they're not usable <laughs> no, anymore with all the chlorine. They popped right out. I lost them. And, you know, okay. I told my mom years later, like when I was in my 30s, I said, Mom, you so know, when you, you got think- pregnant with Larry, was that a diaph- Was he a diaphragm baby? She said, I think he was a pill accident. I said, well, one time I found two little things that I thought were falsies. And she goes, oh. We could never figure out what happened to my diaphragms. That's too. so funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not like you could come down and go, does anybody know? Yeah, no, we weren't supposed to go in our mm-hmm. parents' bedroom oh, no. and snoop, but no. we did. Mm-hmm. We were always looking for things. You're so naughty. <laughs> Sometimes you could find money in the carpet, you know, mm-hmm. quarters. Mm-hmm. I can't even. Valuable quarters. I can't even. <laughs> I know it. Oh, geez. But take a look at Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. It looks really cute. And this movie is coming out April 28th. And you don't get a movie like this very often Seems anymore. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. Yeah. It's a movie that you could go to. It's for the tweenagers. And first, the... you go to Barbie. Yeah. And then. Well, Barbie is until Barbie's July. July. Right. Yeah. It's till summer. Okay. So first, you go to this and then you go to Barbie and you just relive your childhood. That's right. There done. you go. All right. Done, listen, done. when we come back. Um, Basically, for the rest of the show, we will be talking about Lisa Marie Presley and the fact that she died yesterday and just the saddest thing. And it hit all of us. Just, I mean, everybody, the whole world is just like so, so, so sad about it. But um, uh, when we come back, the Today Show did a really nice um, just kind of for putting it together. Because let me tell you, Lisa Marie Presley would not have an obituary written by the New York Times or audio, you know, packages mm-hmm. for media outlets. She's too young at mm-hmm. 54. Mm-hmm. So I really thought that the Today Show, you know, did a great job of whoever the people that edited and put it together. So we'll be back with that when we come back. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Lori here for First Equity Mortgage. And uh, things are still happening in the housing world, in the mortgage world, refinancing, being a first-time homeowner. So uh, if you want to work with the company that has the experience uh, to make sure that they're putting you in a loan that gives you the most advantages, maybe you qualify based on your income, maybe you qualify for some financing based on where you're building or buying a home. So how are you going to know all that? And one banker is going to know that. David and his team, they've got access to everything um, that's out there. If you're a veteran, you know, they can help you with that. So uh, also taking a look at would it even make sense if you're carrying some high credit card debt to refinance with the equity that you have in your home, even given what the situation is. They'll figure that out for you. Um, Go to my talk keyword, David to send an email and get going. That's First Equity Mortgage. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. Well, I mean, honestly, to say that the world was shocked when Lisa Marie Presley went into cardiac arrest yesterday afternoon and then died last night, it was just devastating. Devastating. It was devastating. My mom, I knew I called her right away. And, you know, I was just thinking, we... Lisa Marie was famous from the minute she was born. First of all, the fact that she is born... Nine months to the day after her parents got married. Right. It's like so sweet, so magical, so emblem, you know, like yeah. an emblem, a shining they emblem of their love. couldn't even wait an extra second. Yeah. It was a- and, you know, so her whole life was spent in the limelight. Mm-hmm. You know, she was 
always uh, famous. We just had seen her at the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. We've seen her this year because of the Elvis movie. She made her first public appearance in like a year and a half at the Cannes Film Festival. And, um, you know, Julia, when she called me this morning, she's like, Lori, we saw her at the fine line. I'm like, yeah, in 2012, it turned out to be her last album. Um, Julia's favorite concert. This concert started at 9 p.m. and it was over at 9.55. And Julia's like, why aren't all shows like this? 55 minutes is plenty for everybody's song. (laughs) But we were like excited to see her because that album in 2012 is when she let us know she'd left Scientology. So we just have always talked about Lisa Marie on the show. I mean, she was married to Nicolas Cage. I mean, she's just always been talked about and we had seen her at the globes and all of this so um here we thought we'd share what the today show did because they kind of you know they have things from different appearances but they had put together a nice um just like who she was and and grant posted people magazine put up Lisa Marie's life and pictures. And I mean, from the minute she was born, the glamorous photo of her mom and dad. I know. You know, and how they look in the suit and the little, when they're in the denim. I mean, people feel like they knew her. Grew up with her. Yeah, yeah, she was like a real doll. Like, I mean, like her outfits, everything. She looks so much like her dad with the hooded eyes. Exactly. And then like... tragedy. And it just, just the juxtaposition of Elvis having a daughter was just amazing. I mean, watching that softness in him when he was around her. I mean, it was just like, it's cool to see those photos. Yeah. So anyway, so here's the Today Show. Just days ago, Lisa Marie Presley was celebrating what would have been her father's 88th birthday, first at her child home Graceland and later at the Golden Globes. Now the 54-year-old who grew up under intense media scrutiny as the only daughter of one of the world's most famous and beloved performers is gone, leaving many around the world stunned. Lisa Marie Presley, the sole daughter of rock and roll icon Elvis Presley, passed away after suffering a cardiac arrest. Overnight, a representative for her mom confirming Presley's passing in a statement, writing she and the family are shocked and devastated by the tragic death of their beloved Lisa Marie. According to a sheriff's spokesperson, medics were able to find a pulse and transported her by ambulance to the hospital where she later died. Just two days earlier, Presley was at the Golden Globes, honoring them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Memory of her dad and cheering on rising star Austin Butler. 
who portrayed Elvis in Baz Luhrmann's musical biopic. Later that evening, Butler thanking Presley and her mom in his acceptance speech. Lisa Marie, Priscilla, I love you forever. The shout-out bringing Presley to tears. Earlier, Presley appearing to be unsteady during an interview on the red carpet. Yeah, I, I'm going to grab your arm. Yeah. This past Sunday, Lisa Marie visited Graceland to help mark what would have been Elvis's 88th birthday. I think that he would be proud. I think this year has been an incredible year. I think the movie was incredible. Um, and I'm very proud of it. Overnight fans and friends reacting to the loss. John Travolta writing, I'm so sorry. I'll miss you, but I know I'll see you again. Lisa Marie, an artist in her own right, was born in 1968 to her mom Priscilla and her father Elvis. His untimely death in 1977, when she was just nine years old, a defining moment that cast a long shadow over her entire life. A life marked by tragedy and addiction that often played out in the public eye. Lisa Marie Presley had four marriages, most famously to another pop icon, Michael Jackson. She was also briefly married to actor Nicolas Cage, before having four children with her two other husbands. Presley made multiple appearances on Today, including a performance on the plaza back in 2003. In the past, Presley was vocal about her struggles, including her battle with addiction. In 2018, while touring Graceland, she told Arjenna Bush Hager, Like, I had bottom like below bottom from where I was to just from it's pretty miraculous I think that I've come this far Presley later admitting she was destroyed by the 2020 suicide of her 27 year old son Benjamin last August to mark National Grief Awareness Day the mother of four penned an emotional essay writing it's a real choice to keep going one that I have to make every single day and one that is constantly challenging to say the least but I keep going for my girls. Oh, this is such a sad and tragic story, Erin, yeah. you mentioned. Oh my, and I do, I do, I, I, I talked to my mom about it, and she said, I think Lisa Marie died of a broken heart over yeah. her son. And you know, uh, you and I are not believers in, in pe people saying certain things, right, of like, there's a reason or whatever, but what I hope, like, is that she has some peace where she is at right now, because... That is something that she has not had in a long time. It's just that the, you know, I, know. I feel bad for her. She's got these 14 I, I know, daughters. I know, I you know, but I'm just telling you. But like, I mean, I think she did maybe die of a broken heart. And I had, I think the fair was going on when she wrote this. It was an essay for National Grief Awareness Day. And yeah. she wrote, um, my, me and my three daughters' lives as we knew it was completely dentist detonated and destroyed by my son's death. We live in this every day, every single day. Grief is something you have to carry with you for the rest of your life in spite of what certain people or culture wants us to believe. You do not get over it. You do not move on, period. And she also wrote in her essay that she found uh, comfort in talking to people who'd also lost their kids to suicide. She felt she also wrote that she feels guilt-stricken every day over her son's suicide because that's why I was mad they shared John Travolta. John Travolta turned Priscilla onto Scientology, and Lisa Marie was like 11, but her kids, Riley and Benjamin, were raised as Scientology because Lisa doesn't leave Scientology 
until like 2012, 2013. I mean, it says something. The, the quote I really... So she uh, feels guilty yeah. because they don't believe in getting help. You yeah. just fix yourself. The, the uh, thing I really appreciated, she said that every day was a choice to go on yes. after oh. her son's death. Yeah. Oh, we'll man. We'll have a lot more yes. about Lisa Marie next. Hey, everybody. It's Lori here for Hammernick's Interior Solutions. And they have been... Um, They're a family-owned business over 77 years, and they do the whole metro area. They also, Rochester and into western Wisconsin, Mankato, St. Cloud, and now with the two flooring stores, you really have them conveniently located on both sides of town, St. Paul on Race Street, and in New Hope, uh, right off of 169 and Bass Lake Road, but there's... They carry the largest selection of in-stock flooring in Minnesota, and they're a full-service flooring company, so if you need installers or you're a do-it-yourselfer or you've got a commercial business and you need some design helps, know that their team of flooring experts at Hammernick, Hammernick, they can help you any budget, any size venue. That's the key right there. So also great, wonderful carpeting choices available for you with the Mohawk uh Smart Gen and the Pets fan. That's Hammernick. Hey, everybody. Thanks uh, for hanging out with this. Uh, Riley Keough, which is uh, Lisa Marie Presley's uh, daughter, the actress. Uh, you saw her in Mad Max. She's going to be starring in Daisy Joan and the Six. But her representative let the Hollywood Reporter know Lisa Marie Presley will be laid to rest at Grayson next to her late son, Benjamin. And, of course, also were her father is buried and her grandmother and um vernon i think is there but she said she her final resting place will be at grace next to her beloved son ben yeah riley kilo looks so much like her too very very much so and you know lisa marie she did have on sunday she was in memphis on Monday, she was in L.A. at an Elvis party that Warner Brothers threw for the fact that the Golden Globes were happening the next night. Normally, they would have had the, their party on the Sunday of Golden Globes. But remember, I told you people weren't, weren't having, having parties. parties. Yeah. Yeah. And she was at that. And then she was at the Golden Globes with her mom and Jerry Schilling, who was a good, good friend of Elvis. He was the youngest person in the tcb crew he's just a mere 80 right now but he was like 18 to elvis's uh you know 27 but he is very close with the family and he walked the red carpet with uh, lisa marie and priscilla on tuesday and all the outlets talked to lisa marie she talked to everybody entertainment tonight access hollywood everyone who was there because uh, i watched the the shows and stuff. And, you know, I mean, even just thinking about that, because I thought that she just looked like, you know, she's, she's ever since we started, she just has broken eyes, you know? And, um, I, I have two sisters who both, both of their sons took their life. And, um, one sister, she's just like broken. And I can see it in her eyes every single time I see her. And my other sister has found a way to bear it. And it is, and I thought, well, maybe when I saw Lisa Marie, you know, doing all these interviews on Tuesday, I thought she's had quite a, she goes to Graceland, you know, her it's her dad's 80th, 80th birthday. She speaks, she doesn't plan to. Then they have this thing for this movie where this movie that's given the dad, the magic, the man that she knew, she, he, 
he gets his flowers back, his, you know, whatever you want to call it, because she, she the world could see, like, what she saw in yeah. him and really what a special person he was performer-wise. Yes, yes. And, and a new narrative. Because a new narrative, not the cartoon. No, and the, and the jokes and the, you know, and I do, I did think about that yesterday, actually last night in my bed when I could not sleep. I was like, at least she was gifted that. You know, like oh. the the man who portrayed her dad is winning, you know, an award. And, well, and-, and here she is at Graceland on Sunday. This is just somebody in the crowd just happened to film her. And I guess she wasn't scheduled to speak. But she, the family, they, you know, when Graceland, when the family's there, it's closed to the public. It's mm-hmm. a home. Yeah. They hang out in the jungle room. Somebody comes in and cooks. They eat in that in the dining room. You know, it is a home that is used. Yeah. Baz Luhrmann talked about how last summer they had a barbecue <laughs> with um, with the family because they invited them to Graceland. And um, so here's Lisa Marie speaking outside of Graceland on Sunday. Thank you. It's been a while. Yeah. I missed you. And I love you. I keep saying you're the only people that can bring me out of my house. I'm not kidding. And I love you back, and that's why I'm here. So today, uh, he would have been 88 years old. Um, it's hard to believe. Um, and I think that he'll be proud. I think this year has been an incredible year. I think the movie was incredible. Um, and I'm very proud of it. I hope you guys are too. Yeah. So I really appreciate, I was trying to think of what to say where I don't sound like I was planning on saying anything. <laughs> Scripted. Um, but I just, it's just so moving how every year you come from all over the world and it's it's moving to me and my family and thank you. And and um at, at Grayson they have added a new exhibit about the making of this really? Elvis thing. And I've been to Grayson twice. Well actually one, the first time I just went to the gate at midnight. Oh. Okay. I <laughs> just stopped by and talked to the guard gate. But I went to Grayson when it was the strip mall across from the mansion and then in the complex. But it is it is the new what they've done with Gray. It is so incredible and so amazing. Plan on being there at least four hours. I was there for six. <laughs> it is absolutely wow. Elvis kept everything. And it is if it is it's incredibly moving wow. to go there. And um and then, you know, I think then on on then on Monday night, she is with the family and Warner Brothers throwing this party for Elvis cuz I mean it did get the movie and Boz and Austin all got Screen Actor Guild nominations. Um and so um uh, I think this is just a little bit of Lisa Marie talking at, to Mark Malkin from Variety about the movie, Elvis. Yes. <laughs> Do anything for you. 
Uh, I just want to thank you for coming, and uh, I'm so overwhelmed by this film and the effect that it's had, and what Baz has done, Austin's done. I'm so proud, um, and I know that my father would also be very proud. So I want to thank you all for being here, and I I'm overwhelmed with uh, gratitude. So thank you. I mean, and so that was just like completely, you know, just so uh, you could just hear it. And then, you know, for then, then she and Priscilla go then the next night to the Golden Globes. I wish the camera had panned to them when they did the Scientology joke, (laughs) but they didn't. But, you know, for to see him win playing and they had gone to the Cannes Film Festival. That was the first time she'd been seen uh-huh. in public since her son took his life in July of 2020. And she hadn't spoken at the Graceland thing because COVID, they didn't have it that year. And then 2021, she was like grief stricken. And so it has been a while since she addressed the fans and they started coming to Graceland last night. Well, and with it, flowers for it, Lisa Marie. It's really interesting too, right? So if we're, Looking at, you know, this as a, in a health way is the amount of things and travel and stress she's putting on her body in well, a short amount a of time. Of heart no, I know, but I'm saying that, like, or, yeah, like yeah. it makes like sense, like where you go, like, here she is reemerging and doing all these things. And if, if something's not working well, like, it's just a recipe for disaster. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's then you know to have Elvis's daughter die two days after Austin Butler wins. I know, you know is like just just chilling, and then you see her and all these that. So I don't know. Maybe Grant, we can just play Austin Butler thanking Priscilla and Lisa Marie. Um, it feels extra powerful now because really and truly, the cast of El. It wasn't until. After the movie was made, because this is Baz Luhrmann's original screenplay. He doesn't need to get, you know, get the, they don't fall in love with the movie till Baz shows them a rough cut. I mean, he, I believe, called Priscilla, you know, he let them know, but they had no idea how it was going to turn out. Mm -hmm. And so their support of the movie is so pure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so here's this Austin Butler at the Golden Globes. Uh, hopefully no one is uh, going to be mad at him right now that he is deep in his method using his Elvis voice still. I'm okay with it and I think you guys are too. Absolutely. Um, I also want to thank our incredible producers and Warner Brothers and the Presley family. Thank you guys. Thank you for opening your hearts, your your memories you're home to me. Lisa Marie, Priscilla, I love you forever. Oh. You can at least play suspicious minds or something. <laughs> and then last night, Rita, William, Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks were coming out of their premiere of A Man Called Otto in West Hollywood, and they hadn't heard the news oh. that Lisa Marie died. And of course, Tom Hanks plays Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. Oh. They've spent a lot of time together, and you could tell they were like quite, they still said hi to fans, but Rita put on Instagram, you know, she said, um, our hearts are broken with the sudden and shocking passing of Lisa Marie Presley tonight. Tom and I had spent time with the family during the Elvis movie promotional tour, and she was always so honest, direct, and vulnerable in a state of anticipation about the movie, she spoke so eloquently about her father 
what the movie meant to her, that it was a celebration of her dad. And she had her two gorgeous dogs. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Daughters, she said with her, who made us all laugh. Those are her 14-year-old twins, Finley and Harper. She privately showed us her home, Graceland. They had the barbecue. And she made it feel like home to us. If you haven't heard her music, please go listen. She had a sultry voice, a power and tenderness that I've always loved. And then she sends love to Priscilla and and the girls. And Boz Lorman put out a really warm statement. And the one that kind of really got me was Sean Ono Lennon. Mm-hmm. He said, got home late from seeing a show to hear the tragic news about Lisa Marie Presley. I'd only met her a few times briefly, but I have to admit... I felt a kinship with her. Not many people know what it's like. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Have the famous father who dies at your young age. Yeah. You know, and everybody knows him. Strong so words, I yeah. know she was a special person. My heart aches for Priscilla. So there were just, you know, people that were pink, had recorded with her. I mean, just she knew everybody because she's famous her whole life. And, you know, then she marries famous people. And oh, yeah. Like, the Scientology thing that He's happens. never not been, and like you said, too, is her life is also etched with tragedy. Yes. It's just a consistent touchstone for her is tragedy, is loss. And it starts at such a young age. Yes, and of course, you know, she's young when they get divorced. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember Elvis wrote that song, Don't Cry Daddy. Oh, God. Anyway, when we come back, Lisa Marie Presley, she did have... An incredible music career, and she never skated on Elvis's any kind of coattails in any way, shape, or form. In fact, she's she doesn't put out her first album till she's thirty-five. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. Okay, so we are just in the height of gloomy old January, and maybe if you felt like shopping for your home and you haven't ever listened to us before or had the opportunity to get up to Furniture Manor, we would say this would be a great weekend to do that because um, they've got, uh, they're open Saturday 10 to 5 and it is a great store to browse, get ideas, get kind of re-energized. Sometimes you look around after you get all everything down for the holidays and you're like, oh wow, does my house really look this dreary or have I really had these been looking at the same artwork where you could just freshen up and furniture manor they work with every budget they've got incredible pricing you're supporting and um a family-owned local business so we love that robin robin's dad started the store in 1969 so um we love shopping at furniture manor two miles north of 694 on county road 81 for hanging out with us and you know I was thinking about in my mind you know if there's consistent things that Julie and I have talked about for the entire time we've been on the air and we started in June of 2002 yeah and Lisa Marie Presley for sure is one yeah because she got married to Nicholas Cage in 2002 
They were every week in the national. Now, remember in 2002, there's no TMZ. There's no Perez Hilton. We have to buy magazines. And I would go down to Schindler's so I could get like Hello from the UK or I could get the New York Post. You know, none of this was online. And um, so I feel like it would be Victoria Beckham and what's his name? And Lisa Marie Presley, they were so in the news. And Lisa Marie and Nicolas Cage, that was like, we'd already gone through Michael, you know, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was before we were on the air. So anyway, and I remember there, at one point she took off her like million dollar ring and threw it in Lake Pontchartrain. They were on a boat together. And like... Okay, their marriage lasted like maybe two, two years. years. Yeah, two yeah, years. Two and years. I didn't know he had. He's, he's got a good publicist. I didn't even know he'd been married five times. Yeah, no, he's he keeps he keeps marrying the waitresses he meets at different restaurants. But like, I mean, Patricia Arquette. <laughs> that was yeah. That was I think uh, his, his first, first marriage. Wife. Yeah. yeah, and then mm-hmm. Lisa Marie. It's like. Holy yeah. bucket! So he put out a statement. Um, he said, "I find some solace." Uh, believing she's reunited with her son, Benjamin. She had the greatest, he didn't mention Elvis. She had the greatest laugh of anyone I ever met. She lit up every room and he was devastated and heartbroken. And he also called her. Uh, She was the most passionate, strong and loving woman I've ever known. So no one else has thrown a ring in the Lake Pontchartrain. (laughs) Um, You know, because like that is really something, you Mm -hmm. know, like, and, uh, Anyway, and, and he was her third husband because she got married young to Benjamin and Riley's dad, fellow, they were Scientologists together, or in Scientology together. And, you know, and Elvis was rec- tried to, he talked about being recruited. And he said, and I just told him, that is the biggest bunch of BS he'd ever heard of. <laughs> so when Priscilla gets turned on to Scientology by John Travolta, Lisa accidentally gets pulled along at the age of 11 and she doesn't leave Scientology, but she and Priscilla were not real public, but she did meet Danny, Mm -hmm. her husband, who was living with her, like, because that was their son that took their life. And I don't know if he's in Scientology, but she, um, Danny, Danny Danny Keogh. Keogh, they met. She went to Scientology's detox program because she was like a 17-year-old drinking. Yeah, 1988, they got married. Yeah, yeah, and she was young, and she was a young mom. So she had, like, kids at 20 and then at 45. Mm-hmm. So, um, but she did um, she did this album called Storm and Grace, which came out in 2012. She wrote every single song on the album. album T-Bone Burnett produced it. Oh, wow. And she was on American Idol that year. She was on GMA. She did Oprah. Julia and I saw her at the fine line. She was married to Michael Lockwood. We were obsessed with this song. And she really does have great music. Um, We were obsessed with this song because she references Scientology in it. And this is You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Oh, this one's You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. My Yeah. All right, here we go. Goes in a little bit. I'm a bit transgressive and suppressive as well. You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. But it is a whole song 
about Scientology, and she doesn't leave Scientology out loud the way Leah Remini did. Okay. Yeah, that's why Leah Remini, like people were, she was the first one because Lisa Marie gave a deposition in the Danny Masterson rape trial. And she was willing to expose herself to possible criminal trials, saying that she was the Scientology handler who tried to convince these two women that they weren't really raped by Danny, that they agreed to it, and the church would take care of it. She was outing herself on that. and. Um, the judge ruled that it wasn't admissible, but she she's written a number of other songs uh, that. But that whole album, there's another one called "So Long," which is about Scientology. You can only imagine how much money of her money got wasted on Scientology, and she was furious when this album "Storm and Grace" came out, and that's her last album that she puts out. Yeah, and. Um, Critically very well received, but of course didn't get, you know, any radio airplay. Julia and I played a few songs, you know, here and there, but she hasn't been a Scientologist since 2012, 2013, but she did not leave, never said anything, never, but she did it all in song. She told us everything we needed yeah, in, beautifully. in song and a lot of her fortune probably went to Oh, I could imagine Priscilla's, yeah. Yeah. But well, thank you. That was honestly um, such a good I mean, glimpse into something, and I love knowing I just, that all. Just, just love you, Lisa Marie. Yeah, we hopefully you have some peace. Yeah. Oh, honestly, and never tried to use her dad for a music career, not once.